Perak Bey's Mishnah Dalit. Zerua, if one has a field which is planted with tevua, with grains, or the yarrow, with vegetables, v'nimlach linata. Now he changes his mind, and he wants to plant in it grapes. So lo yomar, don't say, Eta, I'll plant the grapes now. And then I'll overturn the ground with a plow to get rid of the grains or the vegetables. Rather, Allah first you have to overturn the ground, get rid of the grains or vegetables that are, that are there now. And then go ahead and plant your grapes. So you should not come to do climb like we learned in the previous Mishnah. The point here is that we're talking about grapes. Grapes is its own Isra of Kalayim. What about the other way around? If his field was already planted with grapes. And how he wants to plant grains in there instead. Lo Yomar, don't say, Ezra, I'll plant the grains first. And later I'll go ahead and I'll ekar, I'll uproot the roots of the grapevine. No. First you have to uproot the roots of the grapevine. And then plant your grains. And the Mishra says, Imrat, if you want, gomim. You can cut the uh, vines and the roots of the grapes. Alpachos mitevach. Until you have less than a tevach, less than a hand's breadth to, uh, to the ground. Anything which is less than a hand's breadth to the ground. We look at it as if it doesn't exist. There's no problem now anymore of marasayin. And then afterwards, you can be zoreya, you can plant the grains. But then of course, still, you still have to uproot the roots of the grapes. Maybe we're not going to let you get off the hook of not uprooting the roots of the grapes. You still have to uproot it. But, if you trimmed it down to the point where it's less than a tefach from the ground, technically, yes, you could plant your grains now, your tevuah, and then go back and uproot the grapes afterwards, because since the grapes would be so insignificant when you're planting the tevuah, there's no problem of marasayin, of people looking at you and seeing as if maybe you didn't climb, even though you know you're not, but it'll look like you're doing climb, that even wouldn't be applicable, because the amount of grapes that would be there when it's less than a tefach is so insignificant, and therefore, that would be okay. But of course, after you plant your grains, you got to go straight back and uproot the rest of the roots of the grapes that are there. Mishnah, hey, Hoysa Sadeyu Zrua Kanbos. The person's field was planted with kanbos. Kanbos is a min cumin, it's a type, certain type of cumin. A loaf, or it has this field planted with a certain type of uh, uh, batsal, an onion. Lo uba Do not go ahead and plant and come on that. What does that mean? Min Don't go ahead now and plant a different min that would be climbing with them. Kolaimar, since we learned in Mishnah Gimel that if a person's field is planted with wheat, and he changes his mind and wants to plant it with barley, he's got to wait until the grains decay. We said you got to wait three days in moist earth, and then overturn the earth so that you can plant your other grain. Over here, our mission is coming to teach us now that convos or this luf, ein zen mol, does not help to wait three days until you know it decays and you overturn the ground with a plow to plant something else. Because these seeds, shonim hemet they're different than other seeds. She'ein and ozen el shanim, because their produce may take three years for their produce to come out. And therefore, since it could take so long for the produce to come out, it won't help to go three days later and start overturning the ground. Because it's possible the roots are still buried deep inside. And three years later, the roots will come out and they'll, they'll plant forth what you planted. And if you planted grains there, you're going to have kalayim. So with these certain uh, items, you're going to have to wait a duration of three years before you go ahead and plant tivu. It won't help 
for one who's just overturned the field before then. Says the Mishnah further, Tevua, if you have grains, Sha'aluba Sfichi Istis, but it came up in it, Sfichi Istis. So what is this? So that which grows on its own, without plowing, without planting. And from the seeds that fell over, when you were harvesting, you dropped some, some seeds, and those seeds are bringing forth uh, produce. You know, you dropped those seeds last year, and now all of a sudden now they're bringing forth produce. We call that Sfiach. You dropped seeds last year, and a year later they're bringing forth produce. That's called Sfiach. What's Istis? Istis is a type of grass that they make from it a, a tseva, a color, which is compared to tequilas, the blue. And it damages the, the tzivu, it damages the grains. So our mission is coming to teach us that if within your grains it started sprouting sfiche or it started sprouting istis, v'chein makam ha-granos, or similarly in the places of the silos, where they thresh the, the tzivu and the kidneyist, she'alubhan minin harbi, the different types of sprouts start growing over there from the seeds of the grains and the kidneyist, that you thresh there. Vehim mafriim bavonos hadisha. And they are being mafriya, they're disturbing the threshing process. Or vehim tiltan, if you have tiltan, is a type of sprout from the mimina kidneys, from the kidneys. Hamashamshim larov mazon lebehemos, it serves as, as food for animals. I believe they call it fenugreek. Shehel aminit smachim, all these types of sprouts are growing out of it. Between the tiltan, minit smachim acher, different types of sprouts that are climbing with it, but it's damaging the, the actual tiltan. In any of these scenarios, ain mechayev and oso, we do not obligate the owner of the field, on that case, to uproot these sprouts because of kalayim. Levishin is a klezam, because the only prohibition of kalayim is when the owner of the field wants the kiyumam, he wants the uh, two different meaning growing together. But over here, that he doesn't want them growing together, right? She'ain balat the roots, but kalayim doesn't want it, it's destroying his crop. So hail the sfiche and istis, all these scenarios will damage the crop. So therefore, mine hazram sha'alab agronos are in the silo case that it prevents you from threshing or the sprouts that are preventing the tilton from growing to feed the animals. Hari barha, the matter is clear. She'ain noach lo b'tzmach the owner's not happy with this. And he doesn't, he was so full of akram, at the end of the day, he's going to want to uproot them all. V'chala and anyone who sees, Yodei hal noach shlozar klan, the owner didn't plant this for klayim, this is grew on its own. Therefore, in kan iser there's no prohibition of kalayim, and we do not obligate the owner to start uprooting all these sprouts. But, im nikesh, if he started taking off chilek mehat smachem, he started, you know, plucking at these sprouts. Oh, kisach, or chatach, he starts cutting the leaves of these sprouts, and he leaves over the roots. Omum lo, we would tell him, akaras akal, now you've got to uproot everything. except for one minute you want to leave over. Since he started up weeding out the, the bad stuff, but he's leaving some over, so what's he showing? He's doing Megaladas, he's showing he wants it to be there. And if he wants it to be there, he's got two meaning now, he's being Mekayim Kalayim, he's growing Kalayim. Therefore, we would obligate him to uproot that which he started, uproot everything, or just pick one or the other. But you can only have one min left. Because once you started uprooting it, you're showing now that that which is left over that you didn't uproot, you want to be there so that you can go climb. You're happy with it. That's not going to work. Once you start uprooting it, you have to uproot everything so that there wouldn't be any shyla and you wouldn't be doing any climb.